Welcome back to your brand new favorite true crime podcast. This is Alyssa and Michelle. today before we start we both are very sniffly yeah Mm -hmm. and so if you hear me barking in the background yeah just um sorry yeah i'm gonna try not to blow my nose um it's our weather our crazy yeah so like last week was easter and it was like what 50 60 degrees it was cold it, i mean yeah for us yeah 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 I was people cold. everywhere else is like that's not cold but here it, it is cold it was freezing. and like this week it's like 85 degrees so. and humid and humidity it's just, always and i feel like pollen is probably still around somewhere. oh my gosh there's a hu- huge there's a thick layer on my car as we speak so we took a walk the other afternoon after work and my shoes were yellow oh so yeah, your kids? Um, it's everywhere that you bleached. No, no, not, not my kids. Not my kids. Okay, this is just these are my sandals because it was so hot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah. So that forewarning about that. Yes. Also, before we start, mm-hmm. um, I a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned we had some, or at least one listener from a few different countries, and or we, half a listener. Me and Will had the funniest. Giggled the you other think it day. Was half a listener? Well, it's listen less like, than one percent, and I was like, "What would constitute half a listener?" I think it would be their age, their size. We just got real listen to like half of an episode. episode. I don't know. I don't know. But or I'm maybe scared. it's just less than one percent because we have so many people in the United States. I don't really know how math works. So percentages. I mean, come on, it's not friends. Like this is this is uh, true crime entertainment here. We is not uh-uh. on the accounting team. <laughs> Um, but we do have listeners, like I said, from the United Kingdom, Costa Rica, Denmark, and we added Finland and Sweden, Sweden. last night, right? Yes. So if y'all are still with us, you're half listener selves. Okay. Um, welcome. We're glad welcome, you're here. Welcome. Spread the word. Let's get yes. that, that, uh, less than 1% up to at least a whole one. Yeah, that's right. We need at least a whole listener. A there. whole, a whole one. And I would love some suggestions story suggestions i would love to do some yeah true crime because there are criminals everywhere that's right so Mm -hmm. um and also really really fast before we get into this Mm -hmm. um bizarre case um um, that's the only way i know how to describe it (laughs) um on our facebook and i don't know if i put it on our instagram or not but on our facebook i posted a map of the united states and I would like to color it in as we have different listeners from the different states. Yes. Now, on our, like, analytics, I can see that we are in 20 different states. Right. So, if you're still listening with us on episode 10. Um, episode go to, 10? I think oh. this is our, our no, 10 No, I mean, episode. it probably is. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't keep track. I usually put, like, eight or nine on the picture. Right. But I think this is really is 10. Um, so go to our Facebook. I have the post pinned to the top in our featured and just go on there and like 
comment what state you're listening from because I would really love to have the whole United States colored in by our one year anniversary March 1st of next year. Yes. So that's cool. Spread the word. Tell your friends. All your friends. Yeah. And you didn't have to, you know, just drop by. And spread the word the like wildflower, baby. Yes. That's one of our new mottos. <laughs> yeah. Instead of wildflower. Fire, like I was trying to say last week, um, I said wildflower, and neither one of us caught it. But I was like, when we were Alyssa, recording, yeah, wildflowers, the seeds spread like the wind, you know. So I mean, that's not a totally Too no. So, anyways, wildflower, baby, and I like it, it better than wildfire because we don't want to set things on fire. We want right. to spread flowers. Yeah, yeah, more positivity in the world, you know. Word to your mother. To your mother. Okay, so today, let me just tell y'all, I thought I was bringing it down, so I had a listener mention cults, and so I got really excited, I was like, ooh, let me do a little light research and see what I can find, and I found one set in Australia, and I was like, oh, this is good, and so... It's not so heavy. Not so heavy. I thought it was going to be, it was going to be lighter. It's just as heavy. There are children involved. Thank God, you know... It could be worse, but still. So, I'm sorry. I tried really hard, and I failed. But it's a crazy story. Well, I'm interested in hearing it. All I know is the Jesus lady and... Yeah. She's a nut. So, she like... She's a nut. She's a nut. She's crazy in the coconut. Have you ever heard that song? You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So, today, we are... This is a cult episode. Like we said, it's supposed to be lighter. It's really not. Um, it so is crazy. Okay. Um, it's really crazy that cults exist. I just, it's hard for me to imagine. So when did this happen? Like This was, all right, so it started in the 60s. Okay. All right. I feel like that was, for some reason, cults were very popular yeah. in the 60s, 70s, maybe right. even 80s. It started in Australia. In the 1960s, mm-hmm. early 1960s, by a yoga teacher. Wow. One of the articles said that she was a yoga, yo, yoga, <laughs> a yoga teacher with a penchant for plastic surgery. So, what do you see here? Like, she was one of those plastics. You she know? was the plastic. She was. She wasn't as cool as. She was a mean girl. Oh, she was. So she should have been in Mean Girls. She could have. She would have fit in. Yeah. Beating little kids with her Ah, stilettos. Stilettos. Girl, keep on. All right. So when when it first formed, it was called. All right. So first I'll give you the names. Then we're going to go into a little bit about (coughs) her, her younger years. Um. As of today, it's known as the family. That was kind of the name that stuck. But the first, the first name was the Great White Brotherhood. What does that make you think of? I remember you telling me. Uh huh. Um, and then also, y'all. I said I was I was gonna work on my pronunciations, but and I forgot it. This one, the other name. All right. So I've also known as the Great White Brotherhood. Also known as Santa Nikitan Park Association. That was a location where they used to have meetings. Um, so anyway, about Anne Hamilton Byrne. Anne was born Evelyn Grace Victoria. So this is the yogurt teacher. This is the yogurt teacher. <laughs> she was 
born Evelyn Grace Victoria Edwards. What a name. It's like four names. Anyway, in December of 1921, in a small town east of Melbourne, Australia. I didn't put all the town names in there because the pronunciation was pretty intense for all of them. You get the gist. It was in Australia. It was in Australia. Anne was the oldest of seven children, and both her mother and father were described as troubled, mm. but they were not described as troubled by Anne herself, and we'll get into that, too. Her mother was in and out of mental hospitals and spent a total of 27 years in institutions in Australia. Anne did? The, the, her mother. Her mother. Her mother. Oh, mm. okay. So, she had lots of mental issues. Um her father served in World War One and was in and out of the picture. Um, anyway, Anne spent time in orphanages, and it is thought that she was often in charge of her six younger siblings. Um, so she was kind of on her own. Yeah. From the beginning. Um, just is really sad. And, you know, I feel like her childhood, it makes sense why she, I mean, to a certain extent. Yeah. It, you have mental health issues in the picture. I mean, you know, you kind of get... It's a lot stacked I, against her. That's right. I felt like her background really made a difference in what she eventually did. Um, all right. Now, Anne's description of her parents was much different. Um, she described them as worldly and enlightened. And she went on to claim that her whole family could leave their bodies and travel into the spirit world. Okie dokie yeah. then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so in my opinion, you know, she fabricated well, lots she of these did a stories. Nut, nut okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yes, you're, I think so. So anyway, she fabricated stories about them and to make herself seem more credible. And what she was trying to prove to all of her cult family mm-hmm. um, is that she was some kind of, you know, special, special chosen. chosen uh huh. All right, so in her opinion, when she did yoga, like, this is really intense. Okay. Yoga was a form of soul traveling to her. So whatever that means. I mean, good for you for being active, you know, woo-woo. But anyway, the yoga is how she started her cult. Soul traveling. Mm -hmm. You know, I took a yoga class freshman year at college and don't remember doing any soul traveling. No, it was never uh, that spiritual for me personally. Um, I still do a little light yoga daily, but whoo. All right. So, again, she started out as a yoga teacher. She was, her her clientele were doctors, lawyers, you know, upper middle class. That's right. Honey, honey. That's right. Yeah, um, and she was very beautiful for a woman of the time. She really fixed herself up until she took a lot of time and energy um, into her appearance. That's right. All right, so the, the big part, this is like the the main uh, message or whatever. Why am I cannot find my words today? We ate a whole bunch of candy before we started. She came out of a sugar coma from yesterday. That's right. Ate pie for breakfast. Any having some energy word. drinks, V8 yeah. plus sponsors. That's please. right. Okay, and we're balancing it out with some liquid IV because hydration us, is please. important. So basically, Anne Hamilton Byrne believed that she was Jesus reincarnated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Um, at one of her classes, one of her early classes, this was the beginning of the cult, <clears throat> or as it formed, I guess, she met Dr. Raynor Johnson, and they started the Great White Brotherhood. Okay, so one of her clients, a doctor. Uh-huh. They, they helped found this That's cult. right. And they had that name at first. I don't know why they ended up changing it. Maybe it's because of its racial implications, um, or maybe they don't care, because we'll get to that all right, so meetings were held in the doctor, Dr. Johnson's home in Fernie Creek outside of Melbourne. He and Anne bought the home next door and named it Santi Nikitin Park. Santi Nikitin is the name of a small town in India and described as a rural paradise. So they got that name from a small town in India. And so this claimed is they named their point, house that they bought. That's right. Okay. Where they held meetings. And Anne claimed at one point that one of her parents went to a went on a pilgrimage to India and enlightened something or another. So I'm assuming that's where else. So they bought the property and they built a lodge to hold their meetings in. This next part blows my mind because I I'm not willing to give my money to literally anyone. Okay. I work real hard. All right, so Anne collected 10% of cult members' incomes. What? 10%. Do the math. Imagine how many, how many chips you got to give up. Yeah. Oh, hell no. People love her. Exiting the cult Gone. right now. Don't care what you promised me. See you on the flip. Gone. So, obviously, she became very wealthy because a lot of these people believed her Well, especially mess. she. Well, who are, like, so is it all okay? Yeah, let me find me my the words questions too. To do it. Mm -hmm. So these cult members are they all like her clients at the like at the moment? Yes. So in these the are beginning, like the, so these are like the hot shot people making lots of money. Exactly. So like, and that are involved in government, that are involved in okay, and that's going to become a thing too. Like these are doctors, psychiatrists. These aren't you, the kind of people that I would normally think would fall for this kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like anybody that's willing to, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't, I'm not passing so, judgment on people, but these are really educated people. Well, let me say this. If, I mean, I'm just doing like a, a throwing out a number. If these people who make probably six figures, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or right. more, that's right. she's making 10% of that. That's $10,000. Boo Boo is getting paid to be nuts. Maybe I should start myself a call. Alyssa, I mean, that was a joke, but like, sis is banking, baby. Okay, people today, we all know better. I, I sure hope you do. Okay. Sure hope you do. Yeah. Science is a real thing. Okay. This lady isn't. So, obviously, this fortune allowed her to, she became very wealthy. She owned homes in Britain and New York, as well what? as multiple properties in Australia. Yeah. Um, again, and I've said that I said this earlier, but most of her members, I mean, pretty much all of her members were highly intelligent, upper middle class citizens. And she like um, somehow brainwashed. Yeah, them but you'll, cult? I'll tell you why or okay. how. Okay. 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 Um, uh, she convinced her followers to participate. Okay. So remember what I said, these are people that are in, in the local government in Australia. These are, you know, social workers, lawyers. Anyone in the medical field. Med yeah. 
So she convinced her, her followers, these decent folk, to participate in all kinds of scams. Um, forgeries, that was one of her big things. And we'll get into that when we start talking about her collecting children. Um, scam adoptions and spousal swaps. Like wife swap. Yeah. She was wife swapping before Lifetime made a TV right. show. Right. Yeah. And, and anyway. So let's talk about one of her early cult members. So this is, the timeline's a little, just because it was so long ago, I had a hard time putting it all together, like the exact timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did find a timeline on Wikipedia, but it didn't have everything in it. So if it seems like I'm going back and forth, I'm sorry. I tried. We're doing the best we can. That's right. All right. So one of her early cult members was a psychiatrist named Howard Whitaker. Howard was involved in research into the use of psychedelics to treat mental illness. So you think the 60s LSD, everybody was doing it, trying to treat different things with LSD and doing lots of uh, testing. And mm. Anyway. Jumping on the drug train. Okay. So Mr. Whitaker, or doctor, I imagine, Whitaker, helped supply a steady stream of LSD to the group. So now it's a little easier to understand how she was able to convince. She was tripping them out. Yeah. She used the drug to further convince members that she was Jesus returned to earth. And it was during an LSD trip that Anne had the idea to begin collecting children. Collecting children. Like. Let that sink in. Yeah, like their items or something. Uh Uh-huh. She did not care about these children. Who knows what her real... She's dead. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, her mind is just a labyrinth of messed up ideas. You know, between 1968 and 1975, Anne acquired 14 infants and young children. Between what times? 68 and 75. So, so- seven years, she acquired 14 infants <gasps> and young children. Some of the children that lived in the compound, there were a total of 28 um, by the time that it was busted up in the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Now, some of those children were cult members' kids. We Mm -hmm. Nobody to this day knows if she had any actual biological children of her own. Like, there are stories and rumors that she couldn't have kids, um, but nobody knows if any of those kids. She she claimed they were hers, um, but... Uh, most of them were the product of irregular adoptions carried out by group members in different fields, including doctors, lawyers, and social workers. Yeah. And so she oh, had gosh. the whole system in her pocket. Yes. All and, she had to do was like like a, a freaking OBGYN or, or the, the, you know, whatever births babies. Yeah. Um, whatever births babies. Yeah. Okay. Um, all they had to do I know steal them from the hospital. Like, and they could do it with a paper trail. like And like social workers, all they gotta do is go snatch them bad boys out of foster homes. They would drug, oh, like, there was one horrible. story where they, they drugged this young woman and made her sign the papers like she was, <gasps> they drugged her and made her sign and took her baby. Can you imagine? And these were all, you know, good folks in the community who made they it look like them. this terrible mother on drugs. We're going to give her baby a good life. Ah, I hate that. I don't like it. It sucks. That's what I'm talking about. This is not light. We'll get to the children, though, soon. <clears throat> anyway, so because of these 
cult members' positions in society. Um, they were able to get around the usual processes and basically do whatever they wanted. It's really messed up. I hate to say it, but this lady's pretty intelligent for doing that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Why do all the smart people do bad things? I know, it sucks. You should brain for good. Power. She wanted power. She wanted people to love her and worship worship her. I mean, literally. Because, you know, she's white Jesus or female Jesus. White Jesus. (laughs) I mean, she's... We don't. I don't know what color Jesus was. And well, he was from the right Middle now, Eastern. It Eastern. doesn't matter. I think he's Middle Eastern. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, you know why? He's gonna be a tan, handsome fellow when I see him. Word. Okay. A tan, handsome fellow. I love it. That's what I think. Yes. Ain't no white boy. Not nah. his but... hair is feathered and lethal. That's awesome. It's from Dodgeball. (laughs) That's where I get most of my one-liners. Okay, so um, they got around the usual processes of adopting and stealing these babies. Um, They even changed their identities. They made up all these fake fake documents, fake birth certificates, and all of the children they acquired. So these 14 that we're talking about, like the first, they were all given the last name Hamilton Byrne. Mm. And made to believe that she was their mother. Yeah. First of all, how's she gonna birth out fourteen youngins she, in like a span of what eight years? Yeah, and no. I mean, but people started to catch on. Thank goodness, there's some folks with their, you know, thinking brains caps on straight. That's right. Thinking caps. Yes. Okay. So even more disturbing to me. I don't know. This just bothers me so much. Something about dyeing a little kid's hair. So whenever they got a little older, they bleached most all the children's. There was something about redheads. They did not bleach the redheads' hair. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all know. Can't Y'all all up. know. People love the redheaded babies. Yes. So, but they bleached the their gingers. Hair. They don't have no souls. And I am a ginger, so. You have a soul. I do. I do. I do. I, I do, do, but I've, I've been told my whole life I didn't. Uh-uh. Girl, people in school be like, genders have no shell. So anyways, they Something wouldn't about, bleach so the redheaded. Bleached the, they wouldn't bleach the redheaded kids. Interesting. Okay? But they bleached their hair and cut those short little tiny bangs. Um, we're going to post pictures. Creepy. Like, okay, children of the corn is what it reminds me of. This bleached hair, those short little tiny bangs, they all are dressed exactly the same. Like, weird weird stuff oh yeah i don't like that at no. all no it's really odd and off-putting so her collection of children were kept secluded in one of her properties that's the thing they didn't take them out around town like they could uh, yeah hidden in one of these properties it was referred to as up top and it was near this is one of those pronunciations ilden victoria ilden E-I-L-D-O-N. Victoria. E-I-L-D. What? What? E-I-L-D-O-N. Ilden. 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 What's Victoria. It was in Australia. Anyways. On a lake. Um, each of the children was told that Anne Hamilton Byrne was their biological mother and that they were all siblings. So this is, this is kind of the backstory why she started collecting children. Besides her LSD trip. Um, all right. So she thought the world was ending. And she had this idea that she was preparing the children 
to re-educate what would be left of the world. Yeah, so I remember I was talking about this at work. I'm saying, like, she's they, she's bringing these children up so when, quote-unquote, the world ends, right. they can restart civilization in her screwed-up... Right, and they, like a master race thing is what... Yeah, because you said that article what, say. Blonde hair, blue eye, like the Nazis. Uh-huh. At least the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So, she's a sicko, too. Ugh. Mm. Um, I'm not thinking she's white Jesus. I'm thinking she is um, Adolf Hitler reincarnated. Okay. But continue. Okay. Let's get on to these poor children that were kept in seclusion at Uptop. And this was a busy lake. Like, this was a lake where people skied and boated and nobody ever So, it'd saw... be like a Lake Blackshear exactly. here or like a Lake Eufaula or exactly. something. Yep. And nobody ever saw the kids. What? And when you see the pictures, the children would say that they would they see would, people. Right? They would, yeah, sometimes, but not. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait till you hear their day. Oh, anyway, they would promise them like a piece of candy or something, and some days they would dress them all up real nice and make them go out, and they would take videos with their mother, air quotes, um, and Hamilton Byrne, and they would take all these pictures and oh, just weird. Well, while you're telling me this, I've got to Google what these fakes look like. Please. we got to hear your reaction, too. Well, continue on. I'll let you know when I find out. Have you seen Children of the Corn? Mm, long time ago. You'll remember. God, when these, kids, these babies are pure, though. They're innocent. I'm not saying that. They're not evil. But anyway. So the children were taken care of. Their day-to-day needs were taken care of by a group of women called aunties, 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 I don't know. What oh, you say? it's like they're aunties, they're mm-hmm. aunts. They're aunts, aunties, aunties. Kind of sounds weird saying aunties, aunties. Anyways, aunties I say aunties. What, aunties is what I want to say. Well, if you add the S, I would say aunties, but if it's just like an aunt, I say an aunt. Aunties. Probably is aunt, though, because it's A-U, but anyways, anyways, anyways. Aunties were charged with their care. These women were all cult members, and some of them were the actual biological mothers of the children. But they didn't know, right? Right. Like, even if, like, their cult members had kids, like, they were Ann's kids, right? Exactly. Ugh. Uh, most of these children were in that. So you had the 14 original mm-hmm. that were acquired through these crazy scam adoptions, and then... There were 28 in total when it was busted up. So, I, I feel like, and this is just me surmising. This is freaky. Okay, Alyssa found the picture. Let me see which one you're looking at. Mm. Yeah. That's weird. She's a little red hair. Yeah, the little red hair. That's hard. me in the middle. Alyssa's in there. <laughs> I'm here. No, but this really is freaky. Like, they're all, like, I guess these are all the boys, right? Wearing, like, blue long sleeve turtlenecks that look like velvet or something. Yeah. And all the girls are wearing, like, little pink dresses with yep. white collars. Uh-huh. There's, there is a couple in there that have dark hair, though. I like, wonder if those were the aunties. little Wonka dude. Yeah, stop. I wonder if those were the aunties' kids, and they're like, oh, you're not dying my baby's hair. I don't know. I don't know, dude. There's only one, two, three that have dark hair and then a redhead, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight that have blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Like, bleach blonde hair. Like, they're white. white. Like children of the corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Oh, and homegirl have like a six head. Good gracious alive. I never saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this would be Anne H- Hamilton Byrne. 
I had to explain what a father <laughs> was to the kids not long ago. Damn. She what? had a head on her. <laughs> one hell of a forehead. <laughs> you gotta post that picture. I never saw that. Alright, so the You 18th. didn't see this either? No! I wonder if you just did. Oh, this is one of the ones you saw. That's what Feather Day and Lethal look at. It. She teased that for hours. And those glasses just. She setting. thinks she is hot stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm. Anyways, anyways, let's. All right, let's continue on. <clears throat> We're going to bring you down, okay? So just be prepared um, for that. I'm not going to say trigger warning because it's not, you know. I'm Triggering, not. it's just kind of upsetting. Well, it is, you know, if you've ever been mentally abused. <gasps> the little redheaded girl. girl's name was Sarah Moore. No. That's the one that, that's the one that went with just. Ah, ah, Okay. These or, women were cult members. Okay, I already said that. They followed <coughs> very strict daily schedules, the children. And they were expected to always behave and walk a straight line. Um, of course. Yeah. There are several several stories that I read. And I'm going to read you some directly from these children that were in the cult. That were the children. Um, but if a kid ever wet the bed when they woke up the next morning, they were beaten I mean, just repeatedly. And the kids, other kids could hear them. They always knew oh. it was because they wet the bed. Well, I was about to say, okay, and this has happened in different cases where, like, you know, kids are in orphanages or whatever, and the parents are beating the crap out of these kids for wetting the bed. Do you really think that's going to make them stop wetting the bed? That would make them even more terrified, I think. Agree. But there are always sick, sick people in orphanages. Any place like this that takes care of kids... And they don't have anybody above them to make sure. There's I'm always so glad orphanages are like shut down. It's at least in the United disgusting. States. Well, even foster parents. Oh I, yeah, I, I agree. Stories. I agree. My, I have two adopted brothers, and they were abused in almost every foster home they were in. When they're only doing this is the thing. Like, oh, I hate money, to say, say yeah. That. I was about to say I hate that um, the state offers them money. Like me too, because there are a lot of sick people in the world and. That's the easiest way for them to get there because children are innocents and they don't fight back usually. Yeah, and especially if they grow up in it, they they don't know a difference. They're like, oh, this is normal to get. I'm not saying there are plenty of good foster parents and foster families out there. I think they need to do more checks into it because, and the thing is, is they should know that like people can put a show on when they need to. It would be so hard. I wouldn't trust anybody. I'd be like. Just bring them all to my house. Yeah, well, I think, if, I think if they go and, like, ask kids, like, or even if a kid brings up something like that, like, I would take the kid's word. Honestly, like, I know kids can tell stories, but, like, if they're telling you that they're getting beat every day. Yeah. Take them out of there. I don't care what those foster parents say. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, you know, COVID was the worst thing that could have happened for stuff like that. I know. And this is the worst. So, if they misbehaved... Like, I mean, anything. Like, these kids would be, like, playing. And if it was something that they weren't... Like, they were... They had a set schedule every day. Mm-hmm. And then they did the same thing every single day. But if they ever got out of line or were rebellious, their heads were... They were waterboarded, basically. What? Well, not waterboarded, I guess. Their heads were dunked in a bucket of water. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Repeatedly. And one girl said that she she thought she was dying several times. Like, she got to the point where she would pass out. Oh, almost. my gosh. That's horrible. They also, they they practiced, and I don't know exactly, starvation diets. Like, they barely fed these kids. Okay, so they're, like, making them fast, sort of? Right. That's what it sounded like to me. 
exactly. Um, but the worst thing, they drugged them to keep them oh. more docile. Like children. Valium, children. Babies. Valium. There was a whole list of different prescriptions that this oh. psychiatrist, this real Yeah, doctor, that can just get or mm-hmm. prescribe. Yep. Yep. It is disgusting. But I wanted to read y'all some of the, the first-hand accounts. Um, all right. And there's the mental abuse, too. That's they just, just brainwashing. Weren't, they weren't treated good. Um, all right. So this is news.com.au. Okay, so they, this is from one of the children. Let's see. I'm so sorry. I was trying to find her first name. Anyway, so in this article. Oh my gosh. So Anna Ree, I get this is one of the children's last names. This is her as an adult now because after all this came to a head and they were saved and anyway so this is some of the abuse described by her and this is a direct quote for example not being able to eat for over three days oh for some of the kids that might have been longer can you imagine no food no i can't imagine go i I mean i can't even go to one o'clock at work without feeling like i'm about to die yeah for sure all right, so this is another direct quote. We were routinely belted and absolutely belted and beaten, not just hitting, but serious, serious beltings. There was drowning. Our heads were put in buckets of water and held under. We don't know how long for, but long enough for us to think we were going to die. That's horrible. It's terrible. Um. All right, so this was this is a, a child, a form, former cult child named Ben. Um, and another direct quote, my way of functioning was to try and control the environment that I was in to stop people from disobeying the rules, just to bring some order and predictability to life. He said, adding, I was very compliant. So he tried to make the other kids stay in line. Can you imagine the pressure? These yeah, so babies, they, he's trying to save their lives, basically, so they're not getting abused. That's right. So sad. Anyway, so those are just some firsthand accounts of what it was like there. Um, just having food withheld, and and then they they were drugged. You imagine, like I'm hesitant to give my kids too much Tylenol and ibuprofen. Like your brain, when your brain's not developed, giving medications like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, all right, and this is even worse. So once the children turned 14, they were given LSD and forced to participate in an initiation ritual. Yeah. So well, they they didn't have to be initiated. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They were locked in a dark, not locked. They were left in a dark pitch white room. Um, They were given the drug. Oh, they're tripping. Yes, by themselves. And they described it as terrifying. Like, you're having hallucinations. You're all alone. Then, at some point during this initiation, the door would open. And it would be really bright outside the door. And Anne Hamilton Byrne would enter the room. Like her, a little angel. In her Jesus-like state. And they used dry ice to make fake smoke behind her. Oh, my gosh. So, this was all a big, you know, show. Yeah. Just <laughs> So, they would... This is what I'm getting out of this. Mm-hmm. They're, like, tripping these kids out. Yep. And here comes white Jesus walking through the door. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, thank God, she's rescuing me. That's and right. And so, now they have some, like... 
this is a woman that has, they have seen abuse other children in the house. Like the story about her beating a child with her stiletto repeatedly. And she wasn't good. She didn't pay attention to the kids. Like she was in her own little LSD yoga world and she didn't give a damn about those kids. No. And she didn't mother them. She didn't, she didn't pay attention to them, but she did beat them on occasion. Yeah. Which, oh, screw up. Let me beat you. But like, other than that. Right. But she's expected. Uh, sick, sick, sick. So now we're going to talk about, this is kind of the beginning of the end. There was a detective who was really involved in the case. His name was Lex DeMan. What a name. Lex DeMan. The man, DeMan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was a detective in Australia. And he was one of the first to begin collecting. The man is the man. All right. And he cared about these kids. And he was very devoted. It's so nice when you see detectives and men of the law that actually cared. And this man cared. He started collecting evidence um, of the wrongdoings by the family. And he took them to his superiors. And this led to a, a task force being set up to investigate the cult. This task force was called Operation Forest. He worked the investigation for five years and found details of illegal adoptions, false land transfers, and social security fraud. The adoptions and social security fraud were actually, were obviously linked to them illegally adopting the kids yeah. and all that. Forging birth certificates such as that. Eventually, Operation Forest and the authorities in Australia joined, joined forces with the FBI because of that house in New York, you know. Yeah, so was, they can pull in the and United Britain, States. And like, it was everywhere. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. This is just kind of a side note. So, once people started getting wind of the cult and of the property, I watched a video on YouTube. There was a, a news reporter that went to the house to try to see the kids. And, oh. like, asked one of the aunties who ever opened the door. <coughs> are there children here? Yeah, ask them what's up. That's right. Try to corner so them. So anytime anybody came to the house like this, the kids were made. There was, oh, one of the episodes, there was a hole in the wall that led to under the house, basically. Um, it wasn't even like a cellar. It was like underneath this house that they were in. And the kids were, were made to crouch down and hide there for hours. It'd be completely still, completely quiet. So they're just hiding them. Right. Every time somebody came to the house. Um... And this was this was the same house that they called up top near the lake in Victoria. Um, I mean, just uh, not so not so crazy. All right, so started in the sixties. They started gathering the children in gathering. I hate saying that between nineteen sixty eight and nineteen seventy five, but it wasn't until nineteen eighty seven. That the the children were finally saved, really. Um, Anne Hamilton Byrne expelled one of her adopted children, Sarah, because of her rebellious behavior. Sarah immediately went and found somebody and was like, hey, listen, this is what's going on out here. And she wanted to save the other children that Good. were in the house. Good. You go, Sarah. So, you oh, my little, redhead, my little redhead friend. Yes, sis. Sarah's got Gingers have souls, baby. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all. Sarah's got lots of issues. I hurt for her. Mm. All these, all the kids. She, she got out. She got out first. Anne Hamilton Byrne made her leave because she could not make her conform and act the way she wanted her to act. Okay. Y'all know how them. Let me uh -huh. just give y'all a real quick lesson on the yes. redheaded youngins. Mm -hmm. Um, 
speaking from experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. F them rules, you know? Like, right. we don't... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. We are not good followers. <laughs> so... Sarah did the damn thing. Okay. So, when she left, she found... Fist bump, baby. Yep. So, her finding someone and, and telling them what was going on led to a raid on the home. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We. <laughs> She's trying to get comfy in here. <laughs> I feel like my eyes are closed. I'm eating so much sugar. My face is so swollen. It's a little swollen. You look like you're <laughs> up in the sky. Praise don't blaze. Don't blaze. <laughs> Praise it. Don't blaze it. Oh, I got to correct myself, Miss Lily. All right, so the children were removed, August of 1987. So there were several people after this happened that were involved in the cult that started cooperating with police. They were like, "Ooh, we so see after how this I'll is say, going. so after Sarah came to light and That's they were right. like trying to investigate, they got all the children. All the children people were like, "Yep." Oh, so they rescued all the children and then they tried to go after some of the aunties and adults mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that were in there to get some info to take Ann down. Is what I'm assuming. Precisely. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, so a former cult solicitor begins cooperating with police. Um, Anne confessed to forging birth certificates. Anne confesses. No, no, no. No, no, Anne, no. Anne, this former A-N-D. cult solicitor. Y'all, I don't mean to look that up. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what a solicitor is. Do you know? A solicitor? I think it's someone that just kind of like. That he was a member of. A- Anyway, he helped in forging birth certificates. So he was something, either worked in government, was an attorney, I don't know, something like that. Alyssa's going to look it up. What? But. It says. An anti. Oh, you got it. Yeah, it says a person who tries to obtain business orders, advertising. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they tell you, like, in businesses, no soliciting. Like, they don't. Like, like he was a salesman. What was he selling? Fake birth certificates? Apparently. Apparently. One of the cult's aunties did as well. She gave information about adop- adoption scams, too. And so, authorities were getting a clearer picture. And they were getting more information. More, that's right. And more evidence. Anne and her husband, William, however, and this husband, this guy that she married, she met him and his wife. So, they he had, was married? Oh, yeah. This daughter? No. No, no, no. Okay. I didn't go into this guy too much because I think the, the focus should really be more on the children mm-hmm. and what they did to the children. I didn't want to get too tied up in their drama. Mm-hmm. But Anne met William when he was married with a couple of kids and decided then that she was going to marry him. And that he would be hers. And so she ordered him to divorce his wife. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something for all of my females out there. Mm-hmm. You come step into my man's. Uh-uh. I'm taking your ass down. Uh-huh. Like a sweet muffin. Okay. <laughs> like a sweet muffin. You go. You Don't go. play with me. Nope. And uh-huh. I would kick your ass. Okay. Don't come for my mans. No. No. But Anne did. Because, you know, she's all powerful and whatever. Not sure why Jesus what was up. She sucks. Okay. So, <clears throat> she and this husband, William, were out of the country at the time. So they dipped. As soon as the house was raided, they were gone. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. They could take their pick from one of their houses in Britain. New York. Or New York. Mm-hmm. 
They were not arrested until June of 1993. What? Six years later. I was about to say, didn't, this all happened in, what, age seven? seven? Dang. Yeah. And they were arrested by the FBI in the Catskills in New York. So she must have ran to New York. Uh-huh. Their charges were conspiracy to defraud and commit perjury by falsely registering the births of three unrelated children as their own triplets. So they got these three babies, mm-hmm. and they tried to say that Anne Hamilton Byrne had these babies. This was in New York when they did this? No, no, no. no, no this this is... was back in Australia. Okay, this okay. is when they first started collecting the babies. Okay. Between 68 and 75. Okay. She tried to claim that they were her triplets that she birthed. These charges were later dropped for some reason. Excuse me? For some reason, because you remember most of the cult members are heavily involved in government medical fields. Lawyers. Uh-huh. Mm. Doctors, lawyers, business professionals, you know. Um, Anything to get her ass out of trouble. Sucks. People like this just... Uh, she got hers, though. I'll tell you all about it. <clears throat> they pleaded guilty to the other charge. The conspiracy to defraud. Um, and they were fined. Guess how much they were fined? Probably like $1,000. $5,000 each. Oh. She had plenty of money. We know that. Taking 10% of her members' income. Four other, four other cult members were convicted of falsely obtaining money. Um, nothing. I couldn't find what they're... I mean, they were charged with it, but I couldn't find what actually happened. And these were aunties and other members of the cult. So after this, obviously, the cult numbers started to dwindle. Too much media attention. People were like, okay, maybe their conscience got a hold of them. And they were like, maybe it's just the drugs, you know? Maybe she's not really Jesus, and we were just really high. Oh, really? Is is that... mm, How did you come to that conclusion? Wow. Right. Wow. So, let me just tell you about Anne Hamilton Byrne. She denies any wrongdoing. As as they usually do. There was an Australian 60 Minutes, and she was real old when she was doing it, but just fried. Did she ever get... Ever, ever serve prison time? No. No. What? No. For abusing these children, she was never... No repercussions. <laughs> nope. Excuse me, Australia. What are you doing? What is happening? The land down under. And it's because of how well-connected... I mean, that's she what it was. on her side. Yep. And she knew Dang. that. Dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I did not think this is how this was going to end, Michelle. Mm-hmm. And the 60 Minutes episode, like, go on YouTube and watch this Australian 60 Minutes. Just search in Hamilton Burn, Australia. And you can watch the just total, I don't know. Number one, she is fried. Like, her brain is just, like, scrambled eggs. Also, okay. she got it. Yeah. And she denied that any of the children were ever mistreated. Um, oh, get over yourself. I, I wish I could remember. I just, go, go watch it. Um, it's very... Uh, many of these children have undergone have undergone years of therapy and still carry the burden and the memories of what happened to them there. Um, some of the children have even committed suicide over the years. Yeah, I remember you um, telling me that. And, and I've got some stories too that I want to share with y'all, just because even without the beatings and the water torture mental abuse and being brought up in that kind of environment say, and cut off from the world that'll mess i was gonna say all all up. that like that even if they weren't abused like you said like they are 
brainwashed from a very young age to believe this psychopath is their own mother and then come to right. find out they've been in some horrible cult this whole time. Yeah. It's kind of like Elizabeth Fritzl's youngins, you exactly. know? Like, they've been in this exactly. basement. Yep. They have no idea there's an outside world and, I mean. Yeah. You need to, I'll, I'll send you a link, Alyssa, to this video of her doing this weird singing. Like, weird. And they say that her, um, her what what do they call it her mystical teachings were weird like about them entering the next universe and just weird stuff god bless america yeah um all right sarah moore so that was the my, redhead my girl, my girl. um so this is kind of her story that i am reading from a cbsnews.com article written by hang Peter Van Zant. All right. Sarah Moore. These are her words, okay? Direct quote. The cult doctor arranged for my biological mother to be drugged and made to sign an adoption form. So this was uh, the... Okay, okay. This is the redhead. And they didn't make her dye her hair. Because red hair is just, you know, not very... Um, it's a recessive is. gene. Oh, there's two. There's two redheads. Look at this big. Oh, yeah. They're beside each other. Okay. Sarah Moore. <clears throat> so, she was there from birth, and she believed that Anne, Anne Hamilton Byrne was her birth mother. During my birth, a pillow was put over her head. She was given major tranquilizers, and as soon as I was born, I was taken away instantly. She wasn't even allowed to see, to look at me. Mm. I would literally die. Yeah. Like... I had my little girl in August, you know, and of course I knew I was getting her back, but as soon as she came out, I didn't lay eyes on her. They took her out of the room. Right. Because, you know, they made sure she was breathing. I heard her cry or whatever, but as I was delivering the placenta, they had taken her out of the room because Uh. she had gotten stuck and they had to do x-rays and different things like that. I had an infection. They thought she had the infection. Yeah. I didn't see her for two hours, (gasps) and all I could think was like, I just want to see my baby. Like, I can't imagine. the worst feeling. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being drugged and then waking up and, like, having a sound mind hours later and, like, not knowing what happened to my kid, where she was at, and never seeing her. Like, that two hours sucked. I can't imagine, like, years. No. That blows my mind. It's crazy. You never, which I think they did eventually. And look, this this CBS article does confirm that Anne Hamilton Byrne did have one child of her own. Okay. Excuse me for that. It was a daughter. Um, I don't really have any info on her, but all right. So Sarah, okay. This these are more of Sarah's words, y'all. And I'm reading this because it it just to hear it come out of their mouths. It kind of helps you see it, understand a little bit better. All right. So Sarah says, I think she simply set about it as a project. You know, I'll collect as many kids as I can. Once she became the leader of the cult, I think she could get whatever she wanted. I think one thing that she wanted was lots of little children, little perfect little children in perfect little dresses with perfect little blonde hair. And this is Adam Lancaster. He was another one of the children. Yikes. This is the children of the corn picture. I was talking about. Yeah, that's creepy. So creepy. I want their little bobs and your their mm-hmm. little all those bangs. Oh. Okay, so this is more of the story from Sarah. 
Um, Sarah says of Anne Hamilton Byrne that she, she'd sometimes brush our hair herself or put us in curlers the night before the photographs and stuff were to be taken. So the cult's home movies is what they would fix the kids up. Like the pictures you see, those are recording days. Um, and the home movies made it seem like it, everything was perfect. What were these home movies for? Because I didn't know they even cult, had kids, For cult right? members. Okay. Because there were a bunch of cult members at one point. Um, yeah. Like a marketing campaign is kind of how it's described. Oh, like, yeah. So they're like trying to get more new members yeah. and you know, to show this is perfect. Give us your children because. All right. So, and the end of Anne's life. So the kids have, you know, I mean, most of them have gone on to live fairly normal lives. Some of them even found their real parents. Oh, that's um, good. Right. So it's not all bad, but Anne developed dementia. Um, later in life and she died at the age of 97 again demons Demons live live forever forever. holy crap she just died in 2019 what yeah this sick sick woman lived to be almost 100 years old all right so the cult has long since i almost said dismembered but you know broken up yeah of course but people people still say that there's a small a small group in that Australia still this or like follow. Her I rules, guess I worship guess. her. There's memory. always very weird people that. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's right. Are on the side of the evil, I guess. That's right. But anyway, so that's the end, guys. I hope that wasn't. I hope that was informative. But hope it was in order and not. <laughs> God, but it's just, maybe you followed along with us. I hope so. If you didn't, well, I'm sorry. Don't, I mean, don't quit on this now. No, but. next week's a good one. Yeah, because this well. is real life, and I'm not the same every single day. So, some weeks... She'd be struggling this week. Well, that's right. Okay, so my sources today, an article that I found on cbsnews.com called The Family Occult Revealed by Peter Van Sant. Um, an article from theguardian.com by James Robert Douglas. Um, of course, some info came from Wikipedia, and then there was a really good, this was an Australian, um, website, mamamia.com. It was a story by Karen, Karen Donnelly, and that's it. There are a lot, so if you do a little, any light research into cults, wow, there are a lot. Oh, and we'll cover more, because cults really blow my mind. Like, I remember being little, and my papa was watching TV, this is on, like, a Sunday afternoon. He's sitting there watching TV, and it had something to do. I think it was about, um, was it Marilyn Manson that had the cult? Marilyn Manson. Charles Manson. Marilyn Manson might have a cult as well. He is a creepy dude. Okay, so it was Charles Manson that had the cult. Okay, I remember. And he's the one that had the cross on his forehead? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I remember him watching, like, watching this on, like, History Channel or whatever. And I was like... 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And I was scarred. I was like, oh, this is creepy. Yeah. Like, drink the blue Kool-Aid. Right. Creepy, you know? well, we like to think that we'd never believe and never fall for it, but there will be more cult episodes in the future. For sure. I enjoy them. Let us know if you have any cults that you want to hear about. Only um, thing I know. Human beings, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. What people what, will do. Oh, yeah. And believe. Well, Thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Thank you, guys. Um, And, like, as we always say, follow um, us on the Instagram. At Ill-Natured Podcast. 
as... Is that right? Is it Ill Natured Pod or Ill Natured Podcast? Dang it. We've got to get our lives together, to be honest. We said this everywhere. That's probably why we have like 50 followers, because nobody knows what our freaking Instagram (laughs) handle is. Um, It's Ill Natured Pod, so let's restart. Okay. Restart. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. At Ill Natured Pod. Go join the Facebook group. Ill-Natured Podcast. That's right. We do have a Twitter with probably zero followers on it. That handle is... Don't ask me about that one, sis. I don't know. Ill-Natured Pod. Okay. Okay. What is our email address, Alyssa? We love some emails. We do, because all I get right now is from freaking Yahoo, so please email us. Um, it's illnaturedpod at yahoo.com. And if you email us now, because Alyssa doesn't get any other emails, we're going to read your email out loud. And please specify if you want your name read or not. We no. won't do a full names, but we can read your name. Like, case suggestions. Like, please give us case suggestions. Yes, I mean, we have, like, a whole it. list, but we do. we do want to put out content that you want to listen to. Exactly. So, if there's specific cases you want to listen to, or just let right. us know, you know. And rate, review, subscribe, hit that little plus sign <gasps> on Apple Pod. I know. Yeah. Do all the things. And just... <laughs> spread the word like wildflower baby that's right we do love you guys um and follow us next week we have a good um not good kind of nasty ken and barbie baby oh we're about to record that ish now no yes we are it's it's one of the most disturbing Y'all know. So check us out on Tuesdays. As always, our co- out. Our la, 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 la. Let me end this episode speaking English, please. Either way, whatever. Um, Tuesdays <laughs> at midnight they drop. Yes. So Mondays at midnight. Well, it- well, technically it's Tuesday at midnight. Well, I know, but it feels like Monday still. All right, Tuesdays. Listen, Tuesdays. I listen when I wake up in the morning usually. I mean, seriously, like, you have a good long ride to work. Like, I take the baby oh, yeah. uh, 30 miles, an and yeah, yeah, so I have our, our whole drive to listen to the podcast. Yep. Um, listen to your lunch break. Listen on your way home. Just listen. While you're cooking. Literally, Whenever. taking a bath. I mean. Taking a bath. <laughs> we love you guys. We do love you, and we will catch y'all next week. Bye. Bye.